Hey everybody, what's up? It is Jack, owner of the Berg News here. It is currently the night after my birthday. It is 2 in the morning, and I am wide awake. So I figured, why not talk to you guys uh, for the first time in a long time about basically the headline of the offseason for the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, the Steeler fan base, really, which would be Big Ben retiring after 18 years and how the team is going to go about trying to replace him. Now, a lot of people don't like the fact that they might be interested in a Carson Wentz, but we need to see how that plays out anyway because the Indianapolis Colts were interested in trading for Russell Wilson, their owner, Jim Irsay, he really likes Russ. But Pete Carroll came out and said that uh, it is not in Seattle's plans to trade Russ. So I think the only way Wentz would be available to any team, really, would be if the Colts managed to pull off a kind of blockbuster-type trade to land a, a big-market quarterback. Um, in that case... They would probably, in my estimation, release Wentz. And I think if Wentz is a free agent, I think I, I can't picture the Steelers not at least looking into him. And I would assume he would end up on the team. But, you know, that's that's all speculation. And we have to see if Pete Carroll really means that they're not going to trade Russ. And I guess as we enter free agency and as the draft approaches, we'll really see what Seattle's plans are with uh, Russell Wilson. And another option that a lot of Steeler fans don't like, but some do when it seems like whenever I post about it, most of the comments are saying um, no to it. But um, I feel like the team would be open to a potential Jimmy Garoppolo trade. Now that one would be a little more expensive than maybe a Carson Wentz, especially if Wentz was released. Uh, Jimmy G has a much higher cap hit, and it would take up most of what Pittsburgh has for next season as far as salary. Um, for Jordan Schultz, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers are intrigued by Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, as are the Washington Commanders. Um... But that is the much more expensive route. But the thing is, the Steelers, with Matt Canada at offensive coordinator, they run, or they want to run, a RPO system, which would be a run-pass option. And it's not exactly what Jimmy G ran in San Francisco, but it's it's got a lot of similarities to it. And obviously, no matter who... Who you get at quarterback if you're the Steelers, you gotta you gotta fix the offensive line anyway. So people are saying that Jimmy G wouldn't survive behind his our offensive line, and they're totally true. That's totally right. But I mean that goes for really any quarterback. Like no no one was gonna survive behind that line. So I feel like if they were to get Jimmy Garoppolo, they would be fixing the offensive line probably in the first round anyway. And with the Steelers' weapons, they have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool on the outside. 
And then you could put you could re-sign Juju and keep him in the slot, or you could draft her in the receiver. We all know how good Kevin Colbert is at doing that with all the receivers he's hit on throughout his tenure as Steelers general manager. But um yeah, and then you got Najee Harris in the backfield. Obviously, we know Jimmy G benefits from a strong run game. It got San Francisco to a Super Bowl and to two NFC Championship games um, in three years. So, And that's farther than the Steelers have been uh, since 2016 when they were in the AFC Championship game. So um, that's a more expensive option. I don't know if the Steelers would be willing to trade for Jimmy G because it it could take a second rounder and you'd be trading a second rounder for a guy who's in the last year of his deal and who's taking up a lot of money so i when i think of it like that i don't see it happening even if he does intrigue the team but uh you never know approaching the draft uh you never know what their approach is going to be because if they're looking to draft a quarterback like Malik Willis, they're probably going to want to have a veteran there. And Jimmy G, he could he could probably run the RPO system that Canada wants to run, uh, especially with the weapons they got and with a revamped offensive line. Now, if you want to sign a free agent quarterback, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, recently a report came out that they're interested in three which would be Mitch Trubisky, Jameis Winston, and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I saw a lot of people commenting that they definitely don't want Teddy Bridgewater. I personally, I would be okay with it. Um, he would be the last of those three, though, for me. He'd be last ranked. I would definitely be open to Jameis Winston. Last year, he was balling in New Orleans uh, before he tore his ACL with Sean Payton. Um... I would definitely be willing to give him a chance. Now, obviously, we know the year before he went 30 for 30. But I think sitting behind Drew Brees in New Orleans, I think it really taught him that, you know, taking a check down is okay. If, if the deep shot's not there, then, you know, check it down. And he had Alvin Kamara to play with. So, and in Pittsburgh, he would have Najee Harris. So, you know, the big play's not there. Check it down to Najee, just like he checked it down to Alvin Kamara. And... You know, you keep the chains moving. You keep yourself ahead of the sticks. Uh, and I, I think he's learned that. All right? I, th- I think he's well on his way uh, to being a kind of top, maybe not top tier starting quarterback, but he definitely has a ton of talent. He's got a huge arm, and he can make all the throws. He's just It's more about decision-making with him. And um, I, think he's, I think he's improved on that quite a bit. Um... I would definitely be open to a Mitchell Trubisky signing. Um, he, you know, being the number two overall pick in Chicago, he had a ton of hopes. They had a ton of hopes for him there, and he was he he had his you know rough rookie year in twenty seventeen, but you know he sh- he showed some flashes, and in twenty eighteen, he he was um he was really good in twenty eighteen. Um, that that year. Matt Nagy was really able to capitalize on Trubisky's mobility. You know, he got him rolling, rolling out of the pocket. He got him moving on bootlegs. Uh, Trubisky is another one of those guys. He's got a huge arm. He's got a cannon. Um, he's not always the most accurate, 
But then again, he wasn't in the greatest offense in Chicago. And even then, he still wasn't horrible. Mitch has gotten a kind of a, a worse rap than he really deserves. Um, although I, I am seeing people are more willing than I thought uh, op- that they're open to signing him, which uh, I'm, I'm happy with. I'm happy that other people are acknowledging that he he deserves another chance to start. And he wants that. He wants, he spent a year this past season, he spent it in Buffalo behind Josh Allen. And we know the superstar Josh Allen is. And I'm sure sitting behind Josh and being with that organization, I'm, I'm sure it helped Mitch kind of settle down and learn. And it, he kind of got something he never had in Chicago. You know, he got a good coaching staff. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think even Josh Allen himself, he, he was raving about Mitch and he was like, all he, all he needs is a chance. Uh, he learned a lot and I, th- I think Mitch is deserved, Mitch is, uh, he's deserved it. He's deserving of it to get a, a starting job this season. And even if the Steelers do improve their offensive line, that takes a while to come together to be a, a top tier unit. So while it's coming together, or even if it's you know still bumpy, uh, Mitch Mitch is he's a mobile guy. He's got wheels, so he'd probably be able to get himself out of some trouble. You know, you could get him, get him moving on bootlegs, just like they did in Chicago, before the play calling got you know worse than, worse than it had been. But um, yeah, M- Mitch, I would one hundred percent be open to it. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers do end up signing someone like Mitch. I mean, you got other guys, too, in free agency, like Marcus Mariota. Um, I know a lot of people would be open to him. I'd be open to him, too. I don't see it happening. Um, I, could, I, could, I see him staying in Vegas, being Carr's backup. It seems to be working out pretty well for him. Um, to, um, Cam Newton, I, I was an advocate of signing Cam Newton before this past season began. When we were going into the season with obviously Ben as our starter and then we had Mason Rudolph and Haskins on the roster, I thought we should probably trade Mason Rudolph and then sign Cam Newton and keep Cam and Ben ahead of Haskins while he develops. Obviously, that didn't happen. And then I, I advocated to sign Cam Newton again Later on, um, this past season, I think it was after the Vegas game. Um, that was when Big Ben hurt his pec, and um, I thought they could have signed him for quarterback insurance. Obviously, that didn't take place either. Um, and Cam ended up going back to Carolina. Um, he wasn't great, but then again, uh, the offensive line there hasn't been great, and it wasn't great again. Um, but you know, he, he still is able to use his mobility to get out of some trouble. Obviously he's not what he was even after he was an MVP, um, like in 2017, he wasn't a so-called MVP player, but he was still a really good quarterback. Um, I don't think he's at that level anymore, obviously. Um, but he, I don't think he would be a bad guy to have on the roster, but I, I think his body has taken too much damage. 
over the years, over the because he's such a physical guy, he's such a big guy. Um, he was kind of kind of like Big Ben in that way, where he didn't get the rough in the passer calls, you know that type of thing. Like he was just a big dude, and he took a lot of punishment. He was all he was more mobile than Ben. Like Ben was able to you know get out of trouble shake guys off and then make a pass cam newton he he ran at defenses like he instead of looking to run to get out of things to throw a lot of times he would just run right at you as a defense and like he would take the punishment and i think that's caught up to him and carolina said that they're they're open to re-signing him anyway so he might go there and compete for the starting job because obviously sam Darnold he kind of after the first few weeks, after McCaffrey got hurt and everything, um, Sam Donald himself fell off. So I I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Newton goes back to Carolina. I wouldn't mind him on the roster. I don't see it happening. Um, now, a guy who a lot of people haven't talked about is Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is a really interesting quarterback because when he's given... Um, elite talent around him he's been a really good quarterback in the past he's been able to make a lot of throws he's one of those dudes who's able to use his mobility uh he can be a runner and actually this past season uh he opened as houston's starter and the first like part like early early part of the season he was balling he was um he was he was playing really well and then he he messed up his hamstring and he missed a month and like that's been his problem recently like he he has not been able to stay healthy and then obviously um a Houston's rookie took over and they're sticking with him but Tara Taylor um health is really his main concern and on, as a quarterback um you know you want your guy to be durable so I, I can't picture them signing him. He's interesting. He's an interesting figure to keep an eye on. He's not, a, like, too huge of a personality either, so... Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I just don't... I just don't foresee the team trading or uh, signing him, rather, in free agency. Now, my ideal offseason for quarterback... Um, I'm really... I'm open to a lot of different things. Um... Like, I, I definitely, like, I, I'm not going to be one of those people who, like, here's an idea about signing a guy or trading for a guy, and I'm going to, like, be totally against it and freak out, like, like a Carson Wentz or Jimmy G. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be open to it and see what the team does to help um, put pieces around whoever they're starting. Um, I... I like I I would definitely be like I said earlier I'd be open to trading for Jimmy G. It's just his price tag is pretty high. But just from a football standpoint, um, if you fix the offensive line, which I said earlier they're gonna have to do anyway, um, I think Jimmy G. He he, you don't need him to be Superman, and the Forty ers really prove that having him like, you just need him to make some throws, like. To, you need him to be a game manager to get playoff wins, to really go in deep playoff win, playoff runs. Now, is that going to get you the Super Bowl? I don't know. I, I, I thought if they 
if they were going to have a chance at a Super Bowl, it was going to be this past season. But even then, I, even if they had beaten the Rams in the championship game, I did not see them beating Cincinnati. Um, I mean, obviously, who knows? But, um, you know, that that's, like I said before, that's still really farther than the Steelers have been in quite some time since 2016. Um, and if you run, if you're planning to run the offense through Najee anyway, um, that's kind of how Jimmy G um, played in San Francisco, behind a strong run game. Um, and Car- Carson Wentz, like I said earlier, he's a different kind of cat. Um, I would expect them to be interested in him if the Colts do release him. I don't know if they would trade for him just because he 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 doesn't have what Jimmy G has in the playoffs. Jimmy G, whether you want to say it's him or the team, he has won playoff games. He's been in the Super Bowl. Carson was he was in the playoffs in twenty nineteen, and he immediately got hurt. And either that, and then in twenty seventeen he got them there, and then he missed the whole playoffs because he had a torn up knee, and obviously Foles won the Super Bowl that year. And Jimmy G has a cachet where Wentz really doesn't. Um, it, if you wanted to go the route of free agent and then draft someone, um, I would definitely, I could definitely picture them signing someone like a Mitchell Trubisky and then uh, drafting someone like Malik Willis or maybe a Matt Corral. But Malik Willis, he's he's a bit different. He's a different kind of guy because he he's the type of dude where you draft him and you're not planning to start him. Like you you draft him with the intention that his at least rookie year, he's gonna be on the bench learning from a veteran, uh learning from the coaching staff. You know, he's gonna be behind someone like a Jameis Winston or a Mitch Trubisky and he's gonna be talking to uh, Mike Tomlin, and uh, maybe even a Matt Canada, depending on how how Canada's offense looks with a mobile quarterback. Um, obviously, Canada's play calling wasn't great last year, but he was dealing like his type of offense really wasn't suited for a Big Ben type guy. You know, he was older. Uh, he had lost a lot of his mobility. I love Ben, but you know he wasn't that same dude. Um, as far as the mobility goes and being able to get out of trouble and um, take advantage of him using bootlegs and things like that. Um, now, a guy in the draft I would really like is Matt Corral. Uh, Matt Corral, I think he'd fit great in Matt Canada's offense. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. Um, he had a great call uh last college season and it just it just sucks that he got hurt in a game that I don't want to say it didn't matter even though it really didn't because he said that um he's no grits that he got hurt in the senior bowl and I totally I love that mindset I really do I think it's a great thing to have uh it shows that he was willing to go out and play for his guys um but it just sucks that he got injured like that um if he's there at 20, do I think the Steelers take him? Probably. Um, I don't know if he's going to be, though, because I don't know if Washington's going to take him or maybe Malik. I don't know which quarterback's going to go first. This draft class is a lot different than others. 
Um, I don't want to say it's worse because, um, like, I'm not I'm not going to, you know, talk down on the talent. Like, there's still really talented guys that are going to the NFL. And like Kevin Colbert said, um, there are going to be some quality starters in here in this draft, in this draft class as far as quarterbacks go. Uh, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, obviously you have Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Uh, you know, he, he's in the same facility as, uh, as the Steelers. Uh, he's a hometown guy. Um, he had a great last season. Um, do they want to draft him or is he even going to fall to 20? I don't know. Um... I could see someone like Washington taking him. Uh, but like like I mentioned, it's really going to depend on what each team does in free agency. And as far as trading goes um, for the quarterback position. But um, yeah, I, I guess uh, I could uh, headline this episode by saying I'm personally open to a lot of different things. I trust the front office. I trust Kevin Colbert. Um, whatever trades they make or whatever signings they make, um, I'm going to support it 100%. Whether we end up with a Jimmy G or a Carson Wentz or, you know, a, a Mitchell Trubisky or Jameis Winston, you know, et cetera. Um, I'm going to back him. I'm going to be behind him. Um, this is kind of uncharted territory for, I don't want to say a lot of Steeler fans, but um, a lot of, like, my generation, like, I just turned 23, a lot of us, obviously, Ben was here 18 years, so, this is gonna be a different kind of offseason looking for a quarterback, so, um, all I can tell you is what I, re- I would recommend to you guys is just keep an open mind for quarterback, um, like, don't, don't immediately freak out at whoever they draft or whoever they trade for or whatever they do, um, see, see how they are in the system first, uh, that the Steelers are going to run. See what the Steelers do to fix their offensive line. And, um, yeah, I would just say whoever they get, give them a shot.